edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI of the Americas. I'm Wade Kaler, Executive Director. On Tap this week, we have another FCSI member that I'm so excited to get to know a little bit better. Without further ado, please welcome to the show the president of 3PM Design, Mr. Pierre Metellus. Hi, Pierre. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Wade. I appreciate that. I appreciate the invitation. Uh, definitely, it is an honor to... Uh, to be on top, you know, yeah. I've seen a number of of, of the uh, programs in the past, but um, just to be, you know, um, giving an opportunity to present to be here, it's great. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, no, I we I absolutely love doing these. You know, since we started these, it's given me the opportunity to just get to know a lot of members. I don't get an opportunity very often at events and such to sit down and talk with members one-on-one to get to know them better. So I, I might know them, of them. Um, you know, we talked earlier, I might remember a face, but never get a chance to actually sit down and 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 have deeper conversations. So these have given me the opportunity to really get to know, not just for me, obviously, but for everybody to get to know you a little bit better, what you do, and, and hopefully uh, learn a little bit more about you. So to get started, as we always do, just tell me a little bit about your background, how you got your start in food service, um, what kind of specialties or what kind of segments you specialize in? It's going to be a long story, <laughs> but I'll make it as short as I can. Um, and since I was young, I always wanted to become an engineer. Okay. But based on where I was formed, engineer could be an architect, it could be a mechanical engineer or electrical engineer, all the above. And then um, as um, growing up, going to high school, my focus says, okay, let me concentrate more on, on architecture, which, you know, typically back uh, doing uh, technical high school, okay. uh, learning uh, drafting. And then from there, went to college. I went to college in New York City, okay. City College, part of the CU, you yep. know, uh, CU uh, NY. Yep. And uh, got my degree in architecture. And then uh, the four-year degree, I did not... After, you know, once I, I, I did my four years, they said, hey, you have enough credit. You can graduate. I said, thank you. And it's like, I left. <laughs> I didn't even stay for the last year, which is this. Is, it, it was, I think it was way too much. I just wanted to uh, start the career. And then, um, and then after, uh, once I got my degree and but while i was working uh, while i was uh, going to college i was work working in a hospital okay in that hospital my specialty was food service worker oh. therefore automatically you know i was working in the kitchen commercial kitchen the hospital is in new york it was it is a nursing home still in in, okay. uh, in service now in the bronx uh it, it's called it was i don't know yeah it's still called jewish home and hospital okay and uh it had about four to five hundred um uh, guests and then i was working in the uh, kitchen part-time and after after car after school and then went to work in the afternoon and then you know go home and do my homework do my everything that needs to be done but i think that's the start because learning architecture, working in the kitchen. But the, the, I think the most important part was when uh, the hospital decided to hire a consultant to design, to redesign the kitchen. 
and it was a you know, food service consultant. That food service consultant is uh, Clevenger Frabel Lovati. Okay. You know, and Foster Frabel um, came to look at the kitchen and everything. Fortunately, the director of the kitchen, uh, you know, was pleased of my work, my behavior, you know, everything about me. And he knew that I was going to school for uh, to become an architect. He introduced me to Foster Frabel. Okay. And he, Foster Frabel gave me a card, you know, and it was like months after I had already graduated. I gave him a call and went for an interview, brought all of my, you know, uh, portfolio of every work we done, we done in, in college, a four year of college. And none of them had anything to do with kitchen, you know, <laughs> mostly a college, college work is, you know, open space, um, you know, a lot of um, site, you know, design, different building size, mm-hmm. you know, um, museum and so on. And then I went for the interview and I got the job nice. uh, with Foster Frivo, Clevenger Frivo Levine. Yeah, very good. Um, now, how long were you with them before you went out on your own? Um, I was with uh, Clevenger Frivo for eight years. Okay. Work with them as project manager. We have done a number of different type of projects, from hospitals, hotels, schools, and so on. And um, I was fortunate that they will simply give me a, a quick sketch of what you know the space should be, and then yeah. I took it from there, draw, draw everything, and then do the MEPs and everything, cut sheets, you know, every, yeah. the whole work that a consultant should be providing to a client. And yes, I stayed with them for eight years, and then, um, and then I moved on. Okay. And what made you decide it was time to go out on your own? I know a lot of consultants at some point have that that epiphany or whatever it might be that it's time for me to do my own thing. Um, what made you decide that uh, it was time for you to branch out on your own to go do your own thing in your own company? Yeah, prior to even opening the company, uh, when I left Clevenger Frebo Levali, I was offered a position uh, with Rika Newmark oh, okay. in Colorado. Yeah. And for now, again, just think about it, living in Bronx, New York, you know, New York, New York <laughs> yeah. City, yeah. you know, and, and a Bravo Bronx, and then living there, moving all the way to Colorado. Yeah, exactly. Because okay. you're based out of Aurora, Colorado, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Our office, yeah, has been based in uh, Aurora for the number of years. Yes. Now it, it was a big move for us. Uh, the whole family moved. You know, little kids. I think the youngest was three when we moved there. Oh wow! And we moved in a town where it's uh, <laughs> it's called Parker. Okay. And it's you know about twenty five minutes from Denver, and it was very quiet town, and you know, but. Fortunately, thank God, we got I got the job with uh, Rick and Newmark. Worked with them for about I think it was close to two years. Okay. You know, when I worked with them, then then I decided to go on to open three PM Design. Nice, yeah, a little bit of a, a little bit of a difference of living uh, arrangements when you go from New York City, the Bronx, to spaced out, you know, Colorado, and and. I'm assuming that it probably, I know Denver has grown a lot in the last five to 10 years. Um, I'm assuming that it's probably grown a lot since you moved out there as well. 
Oh yes, yes. Uh, I think um, again with the uh, my experience as an uh, architect, learning basically when I first moved to Colorado, the couple of things I noticed was there were two major highways, <laughs> I twenty five and I seventy, north and south, east and west, and I said, "Wow, they have not planned for the future." And even today, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, like you know what uh 15 no, close to close to 18 years ago since yeah. you know we <laughs> moved there and uh and uh they have not changed but um yes the population the yeah. difference uh fortunately back then it was as not as busy as it is now yeah, but exactly. uh, it was a big move yes for us from new york city to there so your company is named 3PM. Is there a, a meaning behind 3PM? You know, how'd you come up with that name? Um, the name 3PM. Uh, basically, I know a lot of people thought, oh, you know, 3PM, you do you end your, at the end of the day, <laughs> you end your business at 3PM, you close the door. I said, no, no, uh, 3PM. And they said, oh, okay. But the, the reason behind the name 3PM is when when i was trying to find a name a, a right name for a company i um search did a few search you know and maybe i, I said maybe i called it telus design or met met design something like that mm -hmm. with the last name but i said nah um i i i'm a believer i believe in the word of god okay, okay? And I say, okay, how do I, what do I do to present that to people? And at that time, I said, Trinity Design. I said, uh, you know, again, the way the eastern part of the world, uh, yeah, the western part of the world do not accept the word Trinity as much, yeah. you know, and in certain, any words that relates to God, they do not accept it. And I said, okay, then uh, let me look more. And then, the ninth hour, the warmth time, you know, about 2,000 years ago, they used, you know, the hours, nine, six hours, you know, three hours, things like that, that represent the time. And ninth hour, which is three o'clock hour time, Western time, was the same time Christ was on the cross. Okay. Exactly the same time. And then before his last breath, he said, Unto God, Father, unto your unto your name I commit my spirit. It was exactly three PM. I'll be darn. Ninth hour. And then I say, Oh, perfect name. Three PM design. Yeah. And that's how I got the name. That's that's a great backstory. I'm so glad you shared that with us. Uh I was you never know when you ask a question like that whether it's gonna be a good story or whether like I don't know. I just threw a dartboard, you know, and just got the name. It, you know, so that's a fantastic background. Uh, I'm so glad you shared that with us. Um, Thank you. So obviously you've been in the industry for a long time and you, it's obvious you've been in the industry a long time because going back to what you said about the uh, hospital you worked at, you didn't refer to them as patients. You said they were guests. And I thought that was very, mm -hmm. uh, very telling because a lot of consultants say that even as a hospital or a nursing home or whatever, they don't refer to them as patients. They refer to them as guests. And I think that's a, I love that actually. I think that's a great way to describe people, uh, whether a long-term patient or I just said patient even. So whether they're a long-term 
uh, occupancy or whether they're a short-term person in a hospital. I love the fact you called it guest. So of all those projects you've worked on over the years, though, in 18, 20 plus years that you've been doing this, um, what's what's probably your, your most favorite project, I'd say, or maybe the most challenging project, or maybe they're both the same? Wow. Uh, you know, since doing this for about 17 plus years, um, a lot of different size projects. I think um, we we got a project with uh, an architect in Denver. They are an architecture engineer firm. And uh, I think it will, it is the uh, Lachlan Air Force Base okay. in San Antonio, Texas. Um, and that was an amazing project for us as a small company, you know, but again, you know, we did not, I personally did not receive that project because, you know, someone recommended us okay. to get that project and we got it, nice. you know, but uh, that was an amazing project. Um, again, for, you know, based on what you said earlier in relation to me, um, referring to, you know, back then they called them patient, but referring to them as guests, you know, we have, have done a number of uh, skilled nursing projects and nursing home project, projects and so on. And um, therefore, that's another form of different projects we've done. And, we, you know, again, as a consultant, the one thing I, I remember that Tom Wicker said, never said no to an architect because you never know if they're going to come back. Therefore, right. when a project comes to us, uh, we never say no, even even though if it's not something I have done um, regularly or numerous time or often, but, you know, um, I, I will still, I still say yes to it and then and then provide the service. Nice. Is there a certain segment that 3PM stays within, like of the of the industry, or do you truly still go after or or work on any project that comes through the door, or is there a certain type of of segment that you prefer to stay in? Yeah, it's the word I, I cannot. The word prefer. It's not. You know. I I wouldn't use that word personally. Okay. Okay. You know, I think, again, um, the opportunity come and then we just say yes to it. Yeah. Um, when I when we first started the company, you know, 2005, six, um, the project that was coming to us was mostly schools, okay. school projects, school sure. districts, you know, Denver Public School. Uh, Douglas Public and so on, all of the public schools we were doing. We did a lot of them. And up to date, we know yeah. we have. And as we, you know, doing those other one other type of um projects were coming, uh, for example, restaurants and um hospitals and mm -hmm. so on, uh laundry jails, all of all of them were coming slowly. Yeah. And then um but right now it's 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 probably um maybe 20 35 percent school and the rest you know different okay. segment nice yeah so one thing i'd like to dive a little bit deep into if you don't mind is 
as you know, on the, on the design side or the, or the consultant side of the industry, um, especially the, what, what some people refer to as the stainless side of the industry, the kitchens and the sales and the reps and, and manufacturers and everybody, our side of the industry is not very diverse when it comes to population of people. What do you think FCSI or other associations can do to better educate or, or to better recruit people to understand the, the availability of careers in this side of the industry, the supply side of the industry? What can we do better to increase our diversity when it comes to the backgrounds of everybody coming in? Um, when I first applied to become FCSI member, you know, um, I simply fill out the form, you know, provide all the information that they need, drawings and everything. And then the yeah, gentleman from New York, a consultant, um, came by and interviewed me at the office. But I didn't think of it as, you know, based on your question, diversity, yeah. I didn't, you know, to me, um, again, uh, based on my background yeah. in owning a company and being in business, you know, for this long, yeah. um, that's not the first thing I think. That's not the first thing I, you know, and in relation to like government project, I know, I know that a lot of, um, architects and uh, certain consultant will want a minority you know, consultant or minority group to be part of that team. But I, you know, 3PM Design, PM Metallics, I do not go after projects in relation to that. Sure. I look at myself as, you know, first, I wanted to become an architect. I went to school, yeah. you know, I got the degree of architecture. And that's how I built it. I didn't build it. Oh, you know, hey, I'm a, I'm, I'm a black man. I, you know, that, <laughs> yes, you see me as that, but, you know, that's not, that's, that's not yeah. the closing door. That's not the end for me. Yeah. Now, in, in relation to bringing in different groups, different, you know, young, young, different group of people within FCSI, um, it, I think it has to start with, you know, one myself and then um, a couple of other members, you know, Howard, for example, who's yeah. been a member for a while and president, you know, Stanford. Um, you know, I think if we if we could put some time aside and then go to colleges that uh, it has engineers and architects learning and then start with even going back to high school you yeah. know, to kids yeah. educating them about architecture and then and just telling them that, you know, within the field of architecture, yeah. you have food service, Correct. you know, yeah. and it's a specialty. And and then that you, your, your decision, you know, of designing a restaurant with an amazing bar, you know, as soon yeah. as people come in, you know, they see the bar, they see you know, a beautiful glass where the restaurant is, where the cooks are, yeah. you know, and we we can dress it up for them to become more, you know, to want to be FCSI, to want to be part of, of our food service consultant. Yes, uh, presently, yeah, there isn't a lot, unfortunately, but I think one is, um, 
going to those school children yeah. to start teaching them Good. you know and that you know uh, i know sometimes um you know we are us as a consultant owners we are extremely busy and sometimes but yeah. there are times as you're doing things you could still educate others to tell them there's an amazing association called fcsi they've been around for a while and yeah. they will educate you they will teach you that you know you'll have perfect great partnership with them yeah and 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 so on nice what is one thing about pierre that no one would ever guess about you some kind of secret or habit or something like that or a hobby or something of that nature what's one thing that nobody would ever guess about you um wow that's that's a <laughs> tough one because now you, you know how to bring everything to <laughs> you know from large to small as small as I, as I can get it to um wow i think i think um one thing wow yeah well i think enjoying people i think as a consultant yes i think as a consultant when i'm with a client i like to educate them you know yeah. to make sure that they understand the floor plan you know for example when you you know you know that we all know as consultant when we we could be sitting in front of yeah. Within a week, we could sit in front of 10 clients. Within that 10 clients, maybe two or three might fully understand how to <laughs> read a floor plan. Yeah. But the other seven, you know, just look at it, listen to your words and following your direction. Yeah. I think for me, um, it, the, the pleasure is sitting and trying to educate the client so that they understand, you know, um the, the floor plan the equipment why we select certain equipment yeah. as consultant why you know um a consultant do not you know we, you know for example in my in every project we do we never like if i have 10 projects for example within that 10 projects we will have 10 different manufacturers yeah so that we do not favor one over the other even though Good. the equipment are exactly the same right you know but 10 different manufacturers and then um i know i'm changing the subject a yeah, you're, bit, you're okay but for example <laughs> for example uh back you know from experience you know working with C uh, clevenger you know C uh, clevenger frivol um uh, we always open the door to uh um reps yeah yeah you know we mm -hmm. tell the reps comes anytime because we know that that's our support and then with with you know as we're designing they will tell us ah oh, you know this equipment requires this this equipment requires that yeah and that's again you taking that same information and presenting it to the client so that they understand yeah. the flow the equipment why we select certain equipment but you know we all open if they say oh no we prefer this over that then you know we open to it we just educate them yeah on uh on, on that choice. Nice. Well, that's all the formal questions I've got for you. But before you go, as you've watched seasons and past, you know that I don't let you just go with the formal questions. We have to have a little bit of fun to end every episode. So for season four, I've got a whole nother set of uh, would you rather and this or that type questions. So if you'll indulge my stupid questions here, uh, we'll get started with those. 
The first one is, would you rather buy 10 things you don't need every time you go shopping or would you rather forget the one thing that you need every time you go to the store? Hmm. <laughs> wow. If I, if I do not need 10 things, I wouldn't buy them <laughs> because, you know, that's more like inventory, just collecting. <laughs> yeah. And then one thing I learned is a lot of people buy stuff, they end up in the garage, yeah. and then after the garage, end up in the storage room, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, and which they're still paying for. Yeah. Therefore, I probably rather miss the one that I, that, you know, that I want instead of okay. buying things that... Perfect. Yeah. Would you rather have a personal housekeeper or a personal chef? Um, I think I will take the uh, chef instead. Okay. Personal chef. Okay. Yeah, because I enjoy cooking. I like the ingredients. Um, yeah, I, I would prefer that. Okay. Would you rather be an extra in an Oscar-winning movie or a lead actor in a box office bomb? <laughs> an extra. Extra, okay. Would you rather yeah. watch nothing but Hallmark Christmas movies or nothing but horror movies for the rest of your life? I think uh, I will. Oh, yeah, I'll probably have to settle with the Hallmark. <laughs> Hallmark, Hallmark movies? Okay. Yeah. Would, would you rather have a pause or a rewind button for your life? I think I would prefer a re rewind button so okay. that you know that when you rewind with the same knowledge and understanding okay rewind for me rewinding is not a matter of erasing what i have learned it's just going back with that same experience you know and then to improve from then yeah so that it's better in the future that's that you got technical on me but i'll let you have that one i agree <laughs> <laughs> would you rather personally win twenty five thousand dollars or have your best friend win a hundred thousand dollars? Wow, that's that's a good one. You know, if I'm a selfish person, I say, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> but I don't know how the best friend is. You know, if, if if yeah, if it's truly a best friend, I think I will. Knowing you know the situation, what's going on in their life, I'll probably say, yeah, let them have the hundred because you know it will improve them. You yeah. know, way better uh, than the 25 that I will need. Such a nice guy. Would you rather be in a zombie apocalypse or a robot apocalypse? Uh, I'll go with the robot. The robot? Okay. Would yeah. you rather give up your cell phone for a month or bathing for a month? I'll give up the cell phone anytime. Okay. Would you rather be able to speak any language or be able to communicate with animals? Hmm. That's a good one. And I do like to, I do want to learn Spanish. I'm in the process of learning Spanish, but talking to animals. Ah, uh, that's, you know, ah, <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, dominion, you know, yeah, not dominion over animals, but they'd be able to communicate with animals, to talk to animals. Wow. Ah, uh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I, I like, I, you know, I like both, you uh, know. You got to choose um, one. You don't get to choose both. I know. I have to choose one. Uh, I'm going to go with the language. Okay. Because it gives me the opportunity to communicate with more people. Sure. Since, you know, we see each other more 
then yeah. I would see an animal or a tiger or a lion and so on. Okay. Therefore, I think I'm going to, you know, go with the language. Okay. Fair enough. Would you rather always have an annoying song stuck in your head or always have an itch that you can never reach? I think I'll do the annoying song. Okay. Instead. Would, yeah. would you rather read the book or watch the movie? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a movie fan. Definitely okay. I'm going to do the movie. Perfect. Would you rather have your own theme park or own your own zoo? Back to the again, animals. You see now you're going back <laughs> to animals again. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I will. Um, I think I like the animal part. A, a zoo would be great. It's okay. a lot of hard work, a lot yeah. of work. But uh, yeah. And now I you want to go back zoo. and change your answer so you can talk to the animals since you're going to own a zoo? <laughs> if, yes. If I'm going to own the zoo, definitely. Yes. 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 But uh, since, you know, we're not there. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather be compelled to high five everyone you meet or be compelled to give a wedgie to anyone in a green shirt? I think the uh, high five is better. Okay. Because um, the, you know, basically the understanding of high five is that the person has done a great job. Yeah. You know, you're appreciating them. Yeah. You, you know, acknowledge them, you notice them, and then you, you know, the, the high five is way better. Perfect. Would you rather have a completely automated home or a self-driving car? Um, self-driving car. Okay. Because it's only just for a few hours, not the whole. Perfect. Uh, and so last one for you. Would you rather be able to go to any theme park in the world for free for the rest of your life or eat for free at any drive through restaurant for the rest of your life? Theme park. Theme park. Perfect. Theme park. You're yeah, man, man of my heart right there. I love theme parks, love roller coasters and all that stuff. So, well, that's all, Pierre. That's all the questions I've got for you today. But before I let you go, let's make sure everybody knows how to get a hold of you. Where can they find more information about you, yourself, and your company? Um, yeah, we do have a website, www.3pmdesign.com. Okay. You know, the uh, office is in Colorado or Colorado. Um, the phone is, you know, three or three number eight four zero zero eight eight three. My email address is more abba, which is M O N A B B A. Therefore, more is the word French. My abba is father, my father at three pm design dot com. Nice. Um, yeah, those those are the best way. I think you would do have. LinkedIn and Facebook, you know, 3PM Design, we do have all of that. Perfect. Well, that wraps up another edition of On Tap presented by FCSI The Americas. We hope you enjoyed today's show and make sure to like or click wherever you find your favorite podcast. But until then, cheers. <laughs>